0: Dot the revolution.
1: This, this, this show is brought to you
2: by Safety FM.
0: Get the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, It doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Friday, January the 29th of 2021, day 29 of the year. Oh, yes, just in case. And only 336 days left before the whole show is over with man i i think that i've almost feel like we've been going on for years saying the exact same thing anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse of safety fm just in case and then of course the other side of the equation is we're also infiltrating or maybe not infiltrating maybe it's gonna play today let's go You're being infiltrated. Rio B. I always love when somebody runs the board last and then leaves everything as sticky buttons because then it kind of does this weird loop thing. So that's where it kind of throws me off. That's this real world there, buddy. So that's why we're sharing it. Anyway, so what's going on inside of your world today? Hopefully everything's gone off to a grand start as we're starting this lovely Friday and moving forward and getting into the weekend. If the weekend is important to you, if the weekend's not important to you, then we're just moving on to another day. And that's the way that it actually goes. Anyways, a lot of stuff to carry, to, to carry on and talk about today, and we are Definitely milking the sacred cow on the main story. So you want to hang out, make sure that you're there during that portion. Anyways, let's talk about the trends. Today is Friday. So let's talk about what is trending for the video on demand services. If you're interested in seeing what is going on there, so let's take it up from the top. New to Amazon Prime is Chick Fight. I don't name the things, I'm just telling you what's there. Also, Mortal. The other things that are actually going on to Disney Plus is Epic and Ramona and Besus. Don't ask me. I don't know. Uh, new to HBO Max for this weekend will be The Little Things, What I Like About You, Pushing Daisies, The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and The Scorpion King. So there you go. And then new to Netflix will be Finding Ohana and The Dig. So there you go. Those are some options that are readily available for you. For you to watch on video on demand this weekend, if you so desire to do so. The WWE Network will be having a pay-per-view this weekend for Royal Rumble featuring Bad Bunny. I don't know if he's going to sing his Booker T song. That'll be interesting to see. Anyway, so you know how we do the thing here, round and about. Uh, We took some votes yesterday and some some information. We had had a full week pretty much of Alan Edwards, but today we're going to go back to feature.
2: Here is the news on the, the raising
0: our safety show. For news in
1: London, I'm Oli Barrett. China says it will stop recognizing British national overseas passports as travel or identification documents from Sunday. The move coincides with the launch of a new UK visa allowing Hong Kongers who are eligible for the passports to apply for residency and potentially full British citizenship. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong.
3: Most Hong Kongers view the move from Beijing as a symbolic retaliation against the UK's offer of a pathway to citizenship. Almost all Hong Kongers now use a Hong Kong passport when they travel, rather than the older BNO document, and for travel to China they use a separate return home permit. The UK has already made clear that the BNO passport is not necessary for Hong Kongers seeking to settle in the country, they only need to hold BNO status, in other words to have been born in Hong Kong before the city's 1997 handover to China. The UK government expects more than 300,000 Hong Kongers will take advantage of its new visa scheme over the next five years.
1: European Commission Chief Ursula von der Leyen says AstraZeneca must publish its vaccine contract with the EU. She says it contains binding orders, which the pharmaceutical company says may be held up by production delays. Clashes have broken out at one of the largest protest sites outside of New Delhi, where farmers have camped for two months. Locals reportedly clashed with farmers, asking them to vacate the site, police use tear gas to control the situation and disperse the crowd. Sriyoshi Mukherjee reports.
0: Around 200 people claiming to be locals threw stones and vandalised tents erected by farmers demanding that the Delhi-Haryana border in Singhu be vacated. The Singhu border has been the epicentre of the farmers' protests for over two months. Prime Minister Modi's government introduced three new agricultural laws in September, sparking a wave of protests and sit-ins across India. The government says the new laws will help open up new opportunities for farmers and even after multiple rounds of talks, they are not willing to repeal them. The farmers fear the legislation will benefit big corporations and hurt small farmers.
1: Russia's population declined by 510,000 people in the last year, the biggest drop since 2005. Demographers point to multiple factors in 2020 as the cause, from the COVID-19 pandemic to low birth rates. Stuart Smith reports from Moscow. Russia has long struggled with a declining population, which peaked in 1991, but this year saw an exceptionally large fall. Experts point to nearly 185,000 excess deaths between January and November, assumed to be a consequence of the COVID-19 pandemic. Coronavirus restrictions also prevented immigration, which usually helps to offset the decline, with half as many arriving as the year before. In addition, 60,000 fewer children were born in 2020 compared to 2019. Russia's population now totals 146.24 million, down from 146.75 million. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
2: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R safety show on Safety FM. Ford Cat, Hamilton the Pug and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets
3: and they all have one thing in common. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
0: The stores are bringing.
2: He's a man. (laughs) It's awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good.
0: Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Well, I think that's part of the gig. It's not supposed to make a lot of sense, whatever the hell we have going on here, just in case. So let's make sure that that's part of the equation as we do talk about the things that are going on. Uh, Anyway, so yes, yes, I did see that 510,000 Russians. That's a lot of Russians. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, That's a hell of a change um, from what the number was at one point I mean that is I mean come on that is kind of a a small pack there going over and over again so I don't know I mean I don't know what to tell you uh kind of interesting to see anyway so as you know we go inside of the world of the news and talk about the things that are going on inside of there so let's start talking right away and covering all of that information as we do talk about it by the way I want to make sure that I that I'm clear here there's still love for Alan Edwards here I mean, I don't want her to think that we ditched him. He has other things going on here, so I don't want there to be any confusion on what exactly is going on. We just, we'll talk about alternating or something along those lines, so don't worry about it. Anyways, the first spacewalk of 2021 from the International Space Station happened this week. Astronaut Mike Hopkins and Victor Glover headed to Columbus, one of the three tech labs at the orbiting outpost, where they focus on completing setups and the bartolomeo science payload platform so there you go astronaut katie rubens assisted the men during the spacewalk by operating robotic arms from inside the space station the walk is the first two the excuse me the walk is first the first of two that is set for monday both walks are set to be about six and a half hours, according to NASA. So there you go. A lot of, wow, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, think about it. I mean, that's kind of a gig to have. Think about it in that fashion. So what do you think? I mean, I think I think as we talk about this, this whole space thing, you know, is getting crazier and crazier with some stuff going on. Glad to seeing some oceans inside of the ocean and talking about some movement going on for sure. And it was talk a little bit more. PETA was mocked on social media this week after making the making the claim that calling someone a pig chicken or a snake is insulting to animals (laughs) okay the animal rights organization tweet oh my god Uh, the animal rights (laughs) oh i'm gonna lose it the animal rights organization tweeted that words can be (laughs) perpetually Oppressing oppression and calling someone an animal is an insult. and reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals. Oh, hold on. On Twitter, users responded, animals are not oppressed by those words because they don't understand our language. Another wrote six years vegan. Please stop making us look ridiculous. And a third tweeted, people at PETA are definitely batshit crazy. So there you go. That's what they had to say.
1: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety
2: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety
0: FM. Hey, I'm, I I don't know. I don't know. Don't take it the wrong way. I mean, it is what it is. People have their their right to their own opinion. That is for sure, but who knows there. Anyways, an x-ray technician in California passed away earlier this month after receiving his second dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Tim Sook, 60 first felt ill at the South Coast Global Medical Center where he worked hours after getting the second poke. So the first one's a jab and the second one's a poke. Okay, glad that we have that down, according to the Orange County Registrar. While his cause of death is being investigated, his wife told the Registrar that they're not blaming the pharmaceutical company, but the message is be safe, take the vaccine, But the officials need to do more research. We need to know the cause. Vaccines need to be safe as possible. Every life matters. California Health and Human Services is investigating other deaths in the states possibly linked to the vaccine. So what do you think about this as you hear it? I mean, let's talk about it because that's the interesting part. And I know that we've kind of harped on the vaccine thing several times this week already talking about it but what are you thinking here I mean you're seeing not tons of them but you are seeing an occurrence that's taking place with we'll call it the poke I mean you get the jab but once you get the poke that's when the problem occurs um for some not for all so let's make sure that we're that we're referencing that but here's the other part of the equation and you as a safety professional already know this so I'm kind of preaching to the choir as I say the following thing Interesting on how th- when things go right, you don't hear a lot of stuff about it. But when something goes wrong, in this case, a death, yes, significantly wrong, a catastrophe. We're not saying that it was the, the vaccine. So let's make sure that we're clear here. But that is what people are indicating or assuming at the moment. But you hear about it. I mean, thousands and millions of vaccines have been deployed. But you have noticed that there has been a sequence in a cycle inside of the media president's company included that we talk about the failure rate we don't talk about the success rate we talk about the failure rate is that wrong no is it news yes but here's the thing why is it that we don't talk about the success rate because we really don't we talk about this not working for some And it has been some obscure cases so far based on what we can find. So I don't know. Do you want to continue to hear these stories? Or do we just kind of move on and just proceed forward? And I know that you and I have the conversation all the time that should you take the vaccine or not? And I know that we we have had the discussion where there's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of people that say, you know, there's not enough data. And keep in mind, you have to do what is right for you that's really the the whole sense of the equation here now i've has was having a conversation yesterday evening with someone and we were having a discussion of what they were calling the technology that the that the actual vaccine does and what was the original purpose and it's interesting if you go and do research about the vaccine itself but the question still becomes the same is there enough information about it to make a sound decision. We are now video
2: streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for
0: radio. Rated R Safety Show. So here you go. Here's a twist of events for you. Cannabis could can help in the fight against opioid crisis. What? Yeah. Cannabis can help fight the opioid crisis. So let's go through that. In a study published by the British Medical Journal, researchers found that a 17% reduction in opioids deaths between 2014 and 2018 in regions with at least one cannabis dispensary. When the number of shops increased from one to two, there, there, was, oh, there was a 21% drop in deaths. And a third one opened and another 8% was added. According to the CDC, opioids such as morphine, fentanyl, and heroin killed more than 67,000 people in the U.S. alone in 2018. Researchers based their finding on data from countries, about 812 countries altogether, in 23 states with medical or cannabis dispensaries combined with state and country and county stats and opioid deaths. Study authors feel that the findings can add policymakers who want to weigh in on the potential benefit against the harms of promoting cannabis legalization. So what do you think here? I mean, and let's talk about it here because it's kind of an interesting twist because depending on what camp you hang out in, you hear kind of the mixed review. So this study from the British Medical Journal states that it can help fight the opioid crisis. Now, if you go back to the war on drugs, you hear how marijuana, or excuse me, let me use the proper term here, how cannabis can actually be an entry drug. So what do you think as you hear this? Just a thought, something to think about, something to change up. I mean, we don't have to stay in the same cycle always, but what do you think about it? Now... I know from a work point, a workplace point of view, this becomes increasingly interesting on how some of these aspects would work. Now, what do you take a look at as you hear this story? Do you look at it as that there would be a benefit medical marijuana, or would it be a benefit if it came to recreational marijuana? Now, you know that there are already some states that have some open laws to when it comes to recreational. I mean, there's some states that have some other stuff going on too. Would love to hear some stats from there. But what do you think? What do you think about the whole thing? Do you think that you should participate if you have the availability to do so? Do you think that this could help the environment that you currently sit in? I mean, a lot of stuff to think about. Don't want to leave it kind of just there hanging. I want you to really give some thought process to exactly what that could mean for you and I and everybody else. With streams so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, Coca-Cola launched coffee in a can. Not a joke here. After several years of offering the beverage abroad, the drink has finally hit the market in the U.S. The company describes the blend as a a refreshment coffee that sips like a Coke and finishes like a coffee. (laughs) What does that even mean? The drink first launched back in Japan in 2018. What the hell did it take so long to get here um, for that? So is that something that would interest you? Would you want the Coca-Cola coffee? I mean, I wonder how much caffeine it has in it. I guess I should have done a little bit more research before I started blabbing about it. But that's what happens sometimes. But what do you think? I mean, is that something that would be of interest to you? The Coca-Cola coffee in a can. What is it called? Is it called Coke Coffee? (laughs) Oh, that's a name. Coke Coffee. That's something to think about. That's for sure.
1: Oops, what did he just say?
0: We at
2: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: So this next conversation is serious, so I don't want you to come across and think that I'm joking as I say this. But I want you to hear about a warning that Apple has just put out about their phone. So this is not a joke. I'm going to try to stay as serious as possible about this because it is serious business. But Apple is warning those with implanted pacemakers and defibrillators to keep their iPhones at least six inches away from the life-saving devices. Not a joke here. In recent updates, Apple said that the phones have magnet components and radios that release electromagnetic fields which can potentially interfere with the sensors of the medical devices when brought in close contact. The company noted that the iPhone models pose about the same risk of... Hold on. The company noted that all iPhones models pose about the same risk of interference. So it's not just the new models alone. It's all the iPhones. So... I don't know how it works inside of your neck of the woods if you do have a pacemaker or a defibrillator on how you actually interact with those. So I would say that um, don't put them into close to the same general area if you do have those going on. But for the longest time, I thought you weren't supposed to put your iPhone close to, well, I guess other parts of your anatomy should be the way that we should say it.
2: Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM.
0: Okay, January has has been the deadliest month for the U.S. in the battle with COVID. John Hopkins University reveals that nearly 80,000 Americans have died this month alone, topping the previous record set in December of more than 77,000 deaths. Globally cases have passed 100 million as of this week and more than 2 million lives have been lost. So think about it. I mean, we are in a pandemic for sure with everything going on. It was interesting. I I tell you I listen to a lot of music if I if I'm being if I'm being honest here. Um and it was interesting because I was listening to a guy that I really admire that's a singer and really a He does a lot of deep studying and some very interesting things. And I was listening to a video of his from three years ago yesterday. And he was talking about what a pandemic could look like in the not-so-distant future and what harms it could cause and what is the difference between a potential man-made pandemic and then a difference between the balance of the earth would do because how he viewed the earth being a – a living thing and how it actually will alter things to make sure that it can survive. That was a pretty interesting conversation. Um, I would say uh, look at Jonesy's Jute Box about three years ago, a little Glenn Danzig. If you're really interested in finding out a little bit more, it goes into some other stuff too, just for just for reference sake, just in case too. Let's continue talking. Lyme disease cases are being unreported, according to the CDC. Between 30,000 and 40,000 cases of the tick-borne ailment are typically reported to the federal agency each year. But new findings from the CDC estimate that some 476,000 Americans were diagnosed with Lyme disease annually between 2010 and 2018, about 10 times higher than the current reported period. Researchers also looked at the years between 2005 and 2010 during they during the, which they estimated that there were about 329,000 cases of Lyme disease each year that's that's interesting the, rep, the report concluded that the effective interventions are needed in an improved awareness among clinicians and public and impairment to foster an early and accurate diagnosis and appropriate treatment. So there you go. It's interesting that I um that this is coming up. I've actually been having quite a few conversations lately and had somebody who's I consider really close um tell me not so long probably about a month and a half, two months ago, that they had Lyme disease. Which I do not know. Um I mean, I like the person. We don't always get, we don't get along perfectly, but I like the person that's for sure. We have our professional arguments, as I call it. But it was interesting just her describing her story to me um, on how it had affected her life. And it's interesting that this is coming up again. I remember the first time hearing about Lyme disease. If we're having full disclosure here, was on a on a reality show that was called The Real World on MTV, and this was many, many, many years ago. At this point back then when they still used to play music videos you know that, that show um but she the lady had described it on her on how it was affecting her it was it's been interesting to seeing but to see that these many this many people have been non-diagnosed and it's not something that's really talked about maybe that's something that we should discuss more and more as we go forward i know we're not medical professionals here but definitely some some conversation pieces that can be had anyways a week of volatility on Wall Street continued as markets recovered from their drum from their drumming day prior Thursday session Thursday session saw that the Dow surged 300 points the Nasdaq gained 66 points and the S&P 500 added 36 points With the period ending January 23rd initial claims fell about 67,000 from the prior week of 847,000 first-time claimants were the lowest in three weeks. some of the rebounded, some rebounded may be connected to the willingness of Democrats-controlled states and cities that have decided to reopen economies after the Biden inauguration. Both AMC and GameStop crashed on Thursday as trading sites for retail investors limited activity in the attempt to reduce volatility. Now, we're going to talk about that here in just a just a hot minute, so don't worry about that. We'll get into more detail about AMC and GameStop just in a second here. Give me just one moment. Let me give you the other news that is going on real quick inside of the sequence. Had it three times. Thanks for sharing, Jim. I appreciate that. appreciate you sharing it. I would imagine that it has to be life changing when you go through that. When you go through something like that, can even probably describe. I mean, when the lady was describing it to me, it was it was even difficult for her at the time? She said it had been a few, it had been a while um, when she actually had just, on everything that she had went through, and it took a long period of time before they were able to discover what exactly it was. Let's continue talking just a little bit here. A new whale species has been discovered in the Gulf of Mexico. According to the Marine Mammal Science, the species is called the rice whale in honor of American biologist Dale Rice. Studies on the whale began in the 1990s, but it wasn't until the major breakthrough last year when the... When the examination of the skull of rice in the whale led researchers to determine that it was the entire new species. The whales, which weigh about sixty thousand pounds, um, <laughs> and grow up up to about six about forty two feet, have have placed an endangered species on the list of National Oceanic Atmospheric and Administration. So there you go. It says that there's about less than a hundred of them remaining in there. It's a story for a podcast, huh? i know some podcasters i think that i I think that that could be worked out i know some expiring and i know some current podcasters just in case so you tell me i'm sure we can get something done anyways let's start talking a little bit more here i think it's time for us to be talking about what is going on inside of our main story today so let's do that Here is our main story on the Radar Safety Show. So let's talk about it. You know, we just from time to time we talk about the different things that are going on inside of the world, and we talk about everything that we see, do, and whatever. I mean, we just kind of talk about it all. We have went around and for for a long period of time talked about the sacred cows that nobody else would talk about, and today we have to start talking about milking some of these sacred cows because that's the stuff that we do here on the Radar Safety Show. I mean, let's just not lie and say it. I mean, we talk about a little bit about everything. So let's talk about this for for a hot minute. So for a period of time, we had discussions about how safety degrees worked. We talked about if letterings with the 350 some odd identifiers of different companies that had stuff available for you for you to get letters behind your name. You know what it is? 350. Which ones brought value? If any of them brought value? So let's talk again about some of the sacred cows that you're not supposed to talk about. This is not something we're supposed to discuss, but you keep on hearing about this. I've waited all week because I thought the story would essentially, eventually, better saying, go away, and it did not. But let's talk about it today. So I found this. And you keep on hearing about this, and we talked about it just a moment ago, but we keep on hearing stuff about AMC, we keep on hearing stuff about GameStop, so let's talk about the importance of what is going on. I know at least one of the listeners doesn't quite understand what is happening in the stock market right now, and that's not, that's enough to motivate me to explain because of it's somewhat of what how it's turning the world history. So let's go through some of this. First, you need to understand what a short is when it comes to trading, okay? So let us I'm going to go through this to the best of my ability based on some information that I have here. A short is when you borrow—did you ever watch the big short before I go into this? So let me explain it to the best way that they did it. A short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately as its current price. Then you hope that the stock price falls such so that you can buy the stock back at a lower price and return the shares you borrowed to the broker, but keeping the difference. Following so far, are we good? Hope we are. So let's continue. So let's use the example. Let's say I want you to short XYZ, which has the current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I have a $10. I have $10 now, but I owe the broker one share, the one that I borrowed. Then let's say that the price of XYZ drops to seven dollars. I now decide to cover, or buy it back. Okay, so I I'm covering it, my short position, and buy. So my one share at seven dollars and a return that I borrow back to the broker. I made ten dollars. So I made ten dollars when I sold it and only had to pay seven dollars to buy it back at a lower price. So the profit difference is $3. We good so far? I hope we are. I hope we are. We'll we'll continue. So let's kind of go into some different direction here. But now let's say that instead of XYZ price dropping to $7, it goes up to $15. I still need to return the the share that I borrowed to my broker, except that now it's cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at $15 so I can return it to the, bar, to the borrowed shares, my losses will now be a $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $15. Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back, return it to the, to the shares that I borrowed. The more the prices rises, the bigger my losses are. So hopefully we're good. Hopefully that all made sense. So if I buy a 10, sell it for seven, I make three. If I buy a 10, sell it for 15, I lose five. So that's the simplized version of the whole thing. So let me explain to you what exactly what is going on with GameStop. And now Reddit ties into this. And that is, of course, you know, the posting site that has a lot of information of different things that are going on inside of the world. So let me kind of go through it right now. So now for GameStop. A few weeks ago, a Redditor, that's what they're referred to, on Wall Wall Street Press noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise. (laughs) This made the price rise, and the hedge fund short position started to lose Billions. Yes, billions with a B. Their losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop the GameStop, GameStop stock back at much higher prices, sending the price even higher still. This is called short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy, and the Reddit thread is is combing through other hedge funds with massive short exposures, so they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. All of Wall Street is saying that the public joining together is a is oh my god the that the, the public joining together is in this fashion should be illegal. I'm not joking here; they're saying it should be illegal. But really, what they just did. I mean, if you think about it, really what they, but they really just lost at their own game to the masses. So this is part of the sacred cow. Now, if you have done studying on short-term stocks and short-term, let me say short-term selling, not short-term stocks, this is exactly what it is. You play the short game and there are some that we call it betting zero. There's a whole great documentary on it. But that's what they did. They did similar stuff that HeadFunds does, but they now released it onto the masses. Now, I will tell you of a website, which I probably should not do, but I'm sometimes a jackass to do these things. But there is a website called Robinhood that was giving a lot of information on what to do. And a lot of people were using that on being able to pull this off. So here's the gig. I didn't want to say it earlier in the week, but I had a friend that actually invested $1,000 and made seven in one day. Probably, I'm not saying that's going to be the results that you get. I'm just telling you what he did. Um, so this has been the game that they've been playing. But as you heard a few moments ago, now there has been a lockdown on AMC and GameStop because of people doing this. So... As, he, as I said earlier, trading sites for retail investors, retail investors, because that's what Robinhood is considered, have limit, are, are limited on what they can do. So a lot of these stocks have been pulled now for people who won't do this. The question becomes, if you are in on the secret or the inside Iggy, I mean, and I'm telling you, it is a huge risk game that you're playing. I mean, as I try to describe there. I mean, take a look if it went the opposite way, the amount of money that you're going to have to cover. But the risk that these kids were doing or these people were doing, I shouldn't call them kids. I know I'm old, but when you start calling people kids, you really become older at that moment. Um, But the risk that they were taking to make their money was crazy, but they were playing the same game. But this is legal If you do it from a different perspective, but it should be illegal if it's a whole bunch of people that are getting the information. And I will tell you, there was boards after boards after boards that had information about how to do this. It would tell you when to buy more and when to dump and all the kind of fun stuff. Believe me, I am not saying, please go do this. I am saying this is what's going on. This is why you heard GameStop so popular this week. But... Long-term investments are always a better way to go. Blah blah. Seventy-year track record and so on. I listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey stuff. Just want to tell you exactly. But what they did, if we're being honest, was pretty genius. And this is portion of milking the sacred cow. This is the portion that why is it not okay for the general public to know this? From some perspectives, I mean realistically. There's other people that do this on a day in and day out basis, and they're making money off of it. I always tell people if you're going to invest, make sure that you're debt free. That's so important. That is so important if you're going to do this because that loss right there could be massive, just in case. So I don't I'm not I'm not promoting this for you to go and do it. I'm just giving you general information for how additional info that is available on what's going on because we've talked about it the whole week it's been all over the place i mean and i've known about this for a few weeks now because my friend called me and said hey this is what i'm doing what do you think do you want to join in and i'm paranoid about everything in life so i didn't do it but good for them i mean i'm pretty excited for them anyway so like i said i'm never a financial advisor blah 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 um I barely even know what I'm talking about half the time when I'm here. So let's just put it to you that way. So there you go. That's the main news story for today. Now you know exactly what's going on with GameStop. The other one that was actually taking place as well was AMC. Oh, I would say that if you see anything about uh, betting short, never hurts to take a look. That's for sure.
1: Oops, what did she just say?
0: We at
2: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety, safety FM.
3: FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big
2: deal. Look at this little face. How could you not love him?
0: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at DoLunch.org. This message brought to you Oh, uh, yeah, I've
2: listened to them forever. I love them. It's the only
0: radio station we agree on. We love the music. Honestly, I'd rather listen to my
2: computer. It's
0: exhausting. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio... Okay, that's faster car Spanish version, or, or should I say Spanglish version? Because there's some English words in there. That's Renzin, Renzin voodoo. Yeah, not a joke. And that is available on iTunes and Spotify, just in case. Thank you for letting us use your music onto this lovely show today. There you go. I
3: have
0: to tell you, I discovered more jams by letting or by having people allow us to use their music than anything else as of late. Uh, you're- That's the way that it seems to come about quite a bit. So, there you go. So, that's what's going on. I mean, I think it's kind of crazy still, really, if I'm being realistic about it, about what's going on with GameStop or what was going on with GameStop, now that we're probably going to see close to an end to it. I mean, a lot of people were complaining, of course, of, didn't most GameStops close? I thought a good chunk of them did, but... See, it kind of shows you that you never know where things are going to go. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about show business news. Earlier in the week, we talked about Larry King. Let's continue talking a little bit more about him now. Larry King's estranged wife, Sean Southwick King, with whom he was still very close with, says that the legendary journalist did not die of COVID-19 complications. As she has been widely assumed, she told Entertainment Tonight that it was an infection. It was sex. <laughs> She said that it was that he had battled with numerous recent health conditions, including COVID, but he beat it. You know, he beat it, but it did take its toll on on him on him. And when it, the unrelated infection finally took him all the way till, until his death, Larry King died on January twenty third at the age of eighty seven. And Sean says that he was laid to rest in a beautiful and intimate ceremony in which the entire family wore suspenders a tribute to his giant signature look. So there you go. Ugh. Don't like that one, but it does happen. So there you go. That's about the death of Larry King. Let's continue talking A real quick. Mayim Balakis. Has has been long and successful career as Blossom Big Bang on Blossom Big Bang theory and now call me cat. To name a few, she says that she she views guest hosting of Jeopardy as the most iconic thing she'll ever do. And this is that she even played Blossom for a period of time, for a long period of time. What am I talking about? At one point, Mayim took a 12-year break from Hollywood to pursue her education, obtaining a Ph.D. in Neuroscience. And she says that she's happily to represent all geeks out there by taking the turn into the hosting role. Ken Jennings is currently guest hosting, and the show's executive producer, Mike Richards, will host for two weeks. This gives the guest, the guest host, also including Katie Couric, Aaron Rodgers, and Bill Whitaker, time to prepare for the job. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on on Jeopardy since the passing away of Alex Trebek, just so you know what exactly we're talking about. Anyways, let's talk about some weekend shenanigans. Weekend shenanigans right here real quick. So here we go. English and Scottish people have topped an international study of how often people get drunk. The 2020, the 2020 Global Drunk. Hold on. The 2020 Global Drug Survey found that people in Scotland and England say they get drunk on average more than 33 times a year. This was the highest of all 25 countries studied and more than twice the rate of several European countries, including Poland, Hungary, Germany, Greece, Spain, Italy and Portugal. The global average was over 20 times. Only 7% of Scottish and English people surveyed reported not having been drunk at all in in the last 12 months. I'd get drunk too if I had something to eat called blood pudding. I mean, think about it. I mean, would you just eat that straight? I mean, I'm just asking the question, of course. Okay, researchers found in the University of, of Missouri School of Medicine set out to examine the effect of an afternoon and heavy tailgating on a group of 18 over, overweight but generally healthy men. The men were given lots of alcohol to drink for a full full afternoon for about five hour, five hours while indulging in tons of hamburgers, cupcakes, and chips. Why cupcakes? That's kind of a weird thing. On average, each <laughs> each ate a total of 5,087 calories, more than enough to raise their insulin, fat, and glucose blood levels. The results show that the people's bodies reacted in different ways to an afternoon of gluttony. All of the subjects in the test drank alcohol to maintain a .08 to a .10 blood alcohol level, but only nine of them of the 18 men, showed increased levels of fat in their liver. Another five actually displayed lower fat in their liver after tailgating, and one didn't experience any liver, fat, flunk functionality so it didn't so it didn't actually fluctuate one way or another whatsoever so no words on the effects of somersaulting off the truck onto the roof onto a folding table there was no description on what exactly happened there but something to think about so i don't want you to go test that over the weekend that's not what i'm saying but man that's some things to think about over 5087 calories were given out and not that many people were affected Kind of crazy if you really think about it for a moment. Anyways, let's talk about some of the news of the weird. Yes, I did say the weird. Despite Italy's lockdown, a couple from Venice recently set up to prove the Earth's flatness once and for all by sailing to the edge of the world, which they believe to be someone in Sicily. After selling selling their car to buy a boat, they set off to point where where the rim meets the vacuum in space using a compass, which of course relies on the principle that the earth is round the couple attempted to navigate their, their way through the Pelagie Islands to reach the Lampedusa, Lampedusa, Lampedusa where they believed they would find the edge of the earth they found themselves lost trying to <laughs> found themselves lost tired and washed up on the island of Ustica instead they were quickly placed in quarantine by health by health officials but escaped and sailed away <laughs> sailed away once more possibly reasoning that the police authorities end end to end of the world. Oh my god. They were caught 3 hours later after escaping again a few days later. They ended up in home of a man who claimed to be positive of COVID-19 but fortunately for them he was not dejected they return to their part of the globe via ferry it's amazing how a few locals bother to visit various tourist attractions like learning tower the leaning tower of pizza and of course the edge of the earth so there you go so i don't know are you gonna go visit the edge of the earth at some point i'm just saying i'm just asking for a friend not really i'm just asking for myself because sometimes i say these things
1: You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, so let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world. And you know what time it is? Because it is that time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is kind of flashed in front of my eyes. Pamela Anderson is married. The actress tied the knot to her bodyguard boyfriend, Dan Hayhurst, on Christmas Eve in an intimate ceremony. In her Canadian home, according to the Daily Mail, the couple were first linked in September when a source told People they had been together for a while. This is Anderson's fourth marriage. She, she wed to Tommy Lee in 95, Kid Rock in 2006, Rick Solomon in 2007, and then again in 2013. Hold on, I'm kind of confused. Didn't she just recently release something that said that Tommy Lee was her only true love? Ouch, that's kind of scary. I mean, you say that and then all of a sudden you just got married to some other dude? That's um, uplifting for sure. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about some more other things. While Andrew Cuomo was writing a book about the leadership during COVID and celebrated as a media darling of the New York handling of the pandemic, he knew that he was lying about the actual death rates in the nursing home. New York State's Attorney General issued a report on Thursday indicating that nursing home deaths were undercounted by 50%. This mirrors a report filed by the Associated Press last year the undercounting was because someone who lived in a nursing home but died in the hospital wasn't counted as a nursing home death that makes the estimated 13,000 nursing home deaths in New York State the sixth highest in the nation so there you go a lot of weird stuff going on too let's take a look let's take a look um pop 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 pop, pop. okay uh, da, 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 da. So let's talk about the lottery. We're getting out of the swap for sure right now, okay? No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $25 million or a $25 million jackpot or $18.6 million cash outs, cash payout if you're interested in doing that. So there you go. There's that information. Also, no winner for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for a $30 million jackpot or a $22.5 million cash payout if you're so inclined to do so, so there you go. That's some information to share with you right away, right now, as we are talking about the uh, different stuff. Now, I have to tell you, I was reprimanded, reprimanded, because you know what we haven't done in a, in a little bit now? And it's Friday, and we did not do it over the last couple of weeks, but we're going to make up for it right now. So what we normally did on Fridays and hadn't done for a period of time, but we're going to do it today is to now is the time to take all that pent up frustration that you've had around the week. And I want you to scream and shout and get it all out before you get into the last day of the work week or even onto your weekend. So take the next 30 seconds. I'll give you a countdown on when I'm going to pop it up onto the screen. And for those people listening via radio or via podcast, that way you know exactly what is going on too. I'm going to give you the countdown in 30 seconds for you to scream, shout, let it all out before you get into the weekend. And that count will start in three, two, and one. And there you go. That is time. That should get you set and going and talking and moving and grooving and doing all the stuff that you love. I'm a trial lawyer.
2: I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view. Justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable.
3: Time now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Kim Garst said, if you don't value your time, neither will others. Stop giving away your time and talents and start charging for it. Boy, this is a tough quote for me. I absolutely love to help people. I remember when I first began writing, I didn't charge very much. Then I had a client tell me, add a zero. I was very confused. He said, John, charge 10 times more. Maybe you'll do half as many projects, but at 10 times more per project, you're still way ahead. You know what? He was right. And I've been so grateful for that insight. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at MotivationMinute.org.
0: Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Okay, so there you go. That's what John Small had to say with the Motivation Minute. And I will tell you, if you want to hear some more insights by John Small, he is always hanging out in the afternoon drive On RadioBig.fm, John and Heidi do a show together Monday through Friday on RadioBig.fm. The guy's full of insight. If you get a chance, I would love for you to come and hang out at RadioBig.fm and take a listen to what he has to say. Anyways, let's give you some slices of BS before we're all set and done for today. The Kansas City, Kansas City is an early favorite to win the February 7th. The football game, the Super Bowl, just in case if you did not know that, um, just <laughs> just in case. Uh, on February the 7th, according to Oddsmaker, in the football that is, in finding the greatest florist, dog groomer, or interior designer, Tampa Bay is a million-point favorite. Okay, so, I mean, that's kind of the way that it goes. But they're also on a winning streak. I don't care. Just telling you know what's going on. I'm just excited that it's actually happening in Tampa because it's the first time that it's ever happened. Whatever. Let's continue. Movies execs say that they will continue to work on the sly Stallone flick, the expendable sport, after various delays due to the pandemic. You can complain, or you can just be thankful that Stallone's not doing another Judge Dredd remake. Just throwing that out there. There's a Seat- There's a Seattle, Washington company that is making a non-alcoholic beer for dogs. If you think everyone in Seattle is stoned, then, well, you have a pretty good point. Bill Gates just just gave another 250 million dollars towards COVID-19 relief fund. He would have <laughs> if he would have done it sooner, but he was too busy getting his hair done. Okay, here you go. Here's a fact for today. <laughs> If you stay up all night, your body will burn an extra 161 calories. So there's those midnight stacks are actually helping you, you know, stay fit. So there you go. There's some stuff to think about for sure. Probably no truth to that story whatsoever, just in case. Anyways, let's talk about what has happened back on this day and what year. Let's take a look at the year. Let's take a look at the year. We are going to go back to the year 2002. President George W. Bush first president. Publicity uses the term axis of evil to describe the rogue nation, which depicting the leader, the nations included Iran, Iraq and North Korea. There were countries that harbored and supported terrorist groups around the around the country. President Bush most heavily criticized Iraq's actions. He would lead the efforts out to out Saddam Hussein in the coming year. So there you go. That happened back on this date in 2002. If you're looking at it for some days that you can celebrate today, here you go National Corn Chip Day, National Puzzle Day, National Big Wig Day, National Fun at Work Day. National Carnation Day. So there you go. That's some days that you can celebrate today. Anyways, if you're struggling with any thoughts of depression or suicide, there's a phone number that you can call to talk to some people that can help you out and see what is exactly going on. That is the people at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can be called at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. So give them a call before you do your next move. Anyways, let's give you a random joke for today. If you want to use one, here you go. I just found out there's no popcorn in popcorn shrimp. I guess now there's no reason to try a pot roast. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What thing that you said you'd never do and have you done? (laughs) Oh boy, that brings up a good set of questions. Okay, here you go. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. For some reason, three of these disappear from the average home each year. What are they? Forks. So, there you go. That's exactly what is going on. Anyways, it is 58 minutes past the top of the hour. If you're interested in coming out and hanging out with us on RadioBig.FM, I will be transitioning over there here in the next couple of minutes. So, come hang out and let's do some things together. If you want to go down the path of hearing more about safety, you can hang out here on safetyfm.com or on the app, whichever one you actually do prefer. Um, Just for a friendly reminder, over the weekend will be the last time that we are doing this. We are doing this, doing this, doing this. Let me find it real quick. We have our class that is coming up. Our class that is coming up. This is safety reconfigured. If you want more information, this is the newest class. You can go to safetyfm.io over the, until the weekend that we will be running a 50% off on this bad boy. If you're interested in actually participating inside of the class. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of safety FM. And that is the listener. If I could leave you with a thought for today, let me leave you with this one. The two things in life you have total control over are your attitude, and your effort think about it in that fashion anyways enjoy your weekend if you're not coming out to the radio big side thank you thank you thank you for always coming out and hanging out i know who you are you know who i am i'll see you on the other side at radio big love you mean it and goodbye